Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of We Will Talk About It podcast. I am your host Gina and welcome back. We have a really, really powerful, powerful, powerful message today and the message is has been preached so many times by so many different people but it's such an important message that when I was reading the book of Esther, God really dropped this revelation on my heart. Now you might be thinking, Gina, how many revelations does God give you? He gives me a lot, okay? Don't judge me in God's personal relationship, okay? But the revelation today, I have titled it, Store Your Treasures in Heaven. Now before we jump in, because there's not much introduction here, I am going to pray and invite the Holy Spirit into the presence right now. I'm going to pray and invite the Holy Spirit to come and take full and total control because this is such a powerful message that his people really need to take heart of this, okay? So let us begin to pray. You can close your eyes, bow your head, do whatever feels comfortable to you, but just join me in prayer right now. Oh Lord, as we stand before you right now, Jesus, we first of all, we thank you for being in your presence and we thank you for allowing your servant to be able to be here today to preach the gospel, to preach the word. I pray that as you have titled this revelation store your treasures in heaven and you have given me the authority today to speak and preach this word to your people i pray that lord your presence will be here that you will speak through me to them and that they will accept this message with open arms in jesus mighty name we pray amen so we are going to dive straight in i am in comfortable fitting clothes today okay i was getting tired of all the trying to look attractive for this youtube okay (laughs) okay so we are preaching today on a revelation called store your treasures in heaven so if you haven't read the book of esther i really really recommend reading it it's such a powerful book honestly like there is just whatever you're looking for the book of esther really gives you just that confirmation just that hope that if god did it for esther he can do it for me and there's so much favor god's favor is so oh it's just so widely seen through the book of esther like i can't even get to explain the book of esther i just recommend reading it However, there are a few characters in that book that we are going to discuss today. Now, if you don't know who Haman is or Mordecai, I would recommend going to read the book of Esther right now before you just finish watching this video. So Haman was a very successful, very rich, very wealthy, and some would say popular amongst the people back then, but he was also a very insecure man. Haman was so insecure. He only ever could considered himself worthy or successful if other people told him so now i'm going to read from esther chapter 3 verse 5 and this is a really powerful scripture so just read along with me when haman saw that mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor he was enraged now you tell me what type of person would be enraged that someone isn't kneeling down or giving you honor you tell me right now no and this was literally because haman only valued himself he only saw himself valuable if everyone around him told him he was valuable the same thing with wealth if everyone told him he was rich then he believed he was rich like even though he physically had the proof of these things it didn't mean anything unless the world told him that he was these things okay and this is so important because when we look at Haman's character it's so easy to just be like are you sure but it's so true Haman was very insecure especially for someone with so such a large amount of wealth and such a high status in the kingdom and I'm going to be reading from Esther chapter 5 verse 9 to 10 and it says here Haman went out that day happy and high in spirits but when he saw Mordecai at the king's gate and observed that he neither rose nor showed fear in his presence he was filled with rage against Mordecai now again my question what type of person would be angry would be this upset that someone 
isn't acknowledging them, isn't acknowledging their wealth or isn't acknowledging their status. Only someone this insecure and only someone who doesn't know their identity. Literally. He had just come out. Well, this scripture, I'm going to give a back, bit of back context. He has just come out from the palace, right, of the king and the queen. He thought he was being, like, glorified. He thought he was, like, receiving rewards. But actually, if you read the book of Esther, we know what happens to Haman, okay? He gets impaled on a pole. But he thought at this point that they were really, like, glorifying him, giving him the praise that he's so greatly believed he deserved because they were telling him that he deserved this praise and when he came out of the palace and he saw Mordecai and he saw that Mordecai once again didn't fear him Mordecai didn't kneel to him Mordecai didn't acknowledge him he was filled with rage now obviously this is going to anger someone who's insecure obviously this is going to anger someone who finds their wealth in the world who finds their value in the world who finds their identity in the world Haman doesn't even know his identity at this point. His identity is what people tell him his identity is. His identity is the opinions of the world. His identity is what the world tells him that he is. And scripture doesn't call us to do that. Scripture tells us to have our identity in Christ. And Haman was very much the opposite of this. And this was because Haman was just obsessed. He was obsessed with the world. He was obsessed with the opinions of the world. And he was obsessed with the opinions from the people from this world. So he could never really truly find his identity in Christ because he was too much focused and too much worried about what others' opinions of what other people are saying and what other people are doing. Galatians 1 verse 10 tells us, that is it the opinions of humans that we care about or is it the opinion or is it the opinion of god because if it's the opinions of humans then we can't be servants of christ because when you're a servant of christ you're gonna get persecuted you're gonna get cussed out you're gonna get you know you're gonna you're just gonna get made fun of if you have your identity in christ this is more easily acceptable because you know who you are so what the world and the opinions of others tell you you're not bothered by it Haman was consistently seeking the validation of this world he was consistently seeking the opinions of others he was consistently seeking to be seen by everyone in this world yet alone he wasn't even concerned if he was seen by God he wasn't even concerned if his place was seen in eternity in heaven he wasn't concerned by any of these things he was concerned by what he had in front of him and what he could show off to the people what he could get praise for and this is why scripture tells us and I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 to 20 to not store our treasures in earth I'm reading from Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 to 20 and it says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. So God is clearly telling us through Matthew that we need to store our treasures up in heaven. And the reason why he does this is because if we want to have, if we want to know our identity in Christ, if we call ourselves servants of Christ, then we can't be too much into this world. We already live in this world. That's one thing enough. But now if we are subjected to the opinions of the people in this world, we are subjected to what the world tells us to do and what the world tells us to wear and what the world tells us to behave. And if we are subjected, if you see in our generation right now, it is so much about what you got, what you got, what you got, what have you got to show for about your marriage, about your relationship, about your money, about your status, about your job, about the clothes you're wearing. It is so much, what have you got to show? And I feel like we have been so consumed
these little things about well this is the money that i have this is the car that i drive this is the house that i live in all these things are stirring our treasures and on earth and god is not saying to not have nice things of course god is going to give us nice things he is the giver of all things everything that we have is from god but he is saying that when you put your value into those things when he takes them away who are you when he takes them away what have you got left but if you put your identity and your value this is so powerful in him when he takes those things away with it you're going to be okay because at the end of the day you still have christ you still know christ christ still knows you you have your identity in christ so if he takes these things away or you never get them you're okay but the just generation that we're in tells us that it is so important to have the best house the best car the new shoes the new hair the new makeup it tells us that it's it's basically all about storing, showing other people, showing the world what we have got and what we have got for ourselves. But God doesn't tell us to do that. God hasn't called us to do that. And I feel like because this generation is so consumed and so absorbed like Haman with seeking the validation from this world that we are forgetting that God has actually called us to have our identity in him. So God has put me here today as his servant to remind you to store your treasures in heaven. Whatever it is on this earth that you are idolizing, that you are afraid to lose, that you don't want to lose, you're storing treasures on earth. Anything that you have, every position, every gift, every position, every job, every finances, anything that you have in your hand has been given to you by God. And he can take that away any moment. Just read the book of Job. Job had everything given to him and it was stripped back in a day less than that even in a few hours god took everything back but if he takes everything back who are you if he takes everything back are you still okay and if your question if your answer to that question is no or your answer to that question well is i don't know then you really need to think and set back and reevaluate your heart scripture tells us if i go a little bit more down in uh, matthew chapter 6 verse 21 for where your treasure is there your heart will be also now if you call yourself a servant of christ you want your heart heart to be with the lord you want your heart to be with christ so let your identity also be with christ so if you are storing any treasures on earth now it's the time to let it go this message is for you let it go i want to thank you all for joining me today on this episode i believe that god is speaking to someone through this message i do want to pray us on out so if you want to again close your eyes bow your head do whatever feels comfortable but i'm going to pray us out and thank the lord for just this powerful revelation today okay i want to thank you jesus for just allowing your servant to be present today to share this good gospel with your people i thank you lord almighty father that you are working and you are changing our hearts and you are convicting us oh lord so that we can spend eternity with you i pray that this message will reach all those that needs to be reached oh lord and that your people will have a change of heart and they will store their treasures on heaven and not earth amen thank you guys for watching this episode if you liked make sure you like obviously you comment and you subscribe and you share this with families and friends that you think this would be really eye-opening for them to hear and i will see you guys in the next episode bye Rivers of water come from your life in